0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Hope you're all doing well tonight. Blessings to all of you, and thank you again for joining me. Today's episode's going to be talking about kind of a question that I've been pondering for a a while now, and why did we all decide that suffering is a normal part of life? You know, we've all seemed to adapt that Life is suffering, and it doesn't need to be. You know, a lot of suffering that we experience in our lifetime is self-inflicted. So we need to just be clear on what is the journey that we want to have, and again, where's our perception? What are we looking for? Because it's like we really almost look for suffering. You know, the media programs us with suffering. Even as, you know, growing up, people say, you know, life's going to be hard work get out there and you know, that's how we're programmed from our parents that it's hard work so there's you know going to be suffering and pain involved in this journey of life and you know that's not really the the way to look at life you know is pain and suffering at some point in the journey of a human inevitable sure of course i'm not naive about stuff like that but we can minimize it and we can also change our perception or our experience once we do have suffering you know suffering doesn't have to be this huge traumatic experience it can be a powerful learning experience so to be able to have an understanding of why do we attract suffering and what does suffering mean you know in the buddhist tradition you know they talk a lot about suffering and how it's self-inflicted and you know the four noble truths of having how to transform that so there's a lot of teachings in the spiritual textbooks and spiritual teachers out there you know talking about suffering but we need to start tr- training people and training our minds to look at positive look at things other than suffering you know instead of getting up every day and saying okay What hurts? What bills do I have to pay? You know, what's a, you know, it just seems like it puts this added weight, this extra energy over the top of us that we have to carry around like this wet blanket all the time. And that takes a lot of extra energy and a lot of, you know, unnecessary uh, waste of time. So, you know, let's learn all how to focus our mind again on the positive. I've, Almost every podcast I've done, I've talked about, you know, focusing our mind, perception. And so not to assume that suffering is normal, you know, even in our physical bodies, you know, so many people say, oh, yeah, I have all these aches and pains, but this is normal. This is just part of life. To a certain point, yes, I do agree with that. But we adapt to much higher levels of pain and suffering than is necessary in life, you know, we. Well, I have patients coming in that, you know, their shoulders are off and things like that. And, you know, their head's kind of crooked when they're sitting there talking to me. And I'll ask them, how's your neck? And they say, oh, fine. And it's like, well, it doesn't look, you know, like it feels so good. And they're like, well, maybe it's a little tight. You know, and then they start looking at it and they start saying, well, maybe there is pain there. And start looking deeper. We're so busy spending our time living life outside in of what's going on out there. How does the outside world affect me? How does it affect how I feel and, you know, my mood, all that stuff? And we really learned that, you know, during the election time in the beginning of this year of, you know, a lot of people's moods and their perception of life was changed during that period of time of how they saw the future looking and what was going to happen. And so, again, an external force altered their internal well-being. And so, at some level, that's self-inflicted suffering. We can't always change the external forces, like what's been going on you know, here in the United States. We can have a compassionate voice. We can speak our truth in a loving and compassionate way and work toward making change. But going into a state of violence and acting in an emotional state is just merely a reactive state. Part of suffering comes from reacting, living a reactive life, not an active life. When you have a a deeper understanding of who you are and you can live in the present moment, taking deep breaths, long, slow inhales, (sighs) long, slow exhales by doing that that brings you back into the present moment it slows down our hearts it makes our body more efficient as far as how it functions it changes the chemical makeup of our body and changes how different parts of our brains work when when we're in a state of suffering there's usually a emotion of fear that excuse <clears> me <throat> is underlying with all of that that causes our body brain chemical system to go to a state of fight and flight so we're always in this position kind of posture that something's going to go wrong which is wasting so much extra energy and is distracting us from being able to you know be productive and be in the present moment to do what we're trying to do so again we're creating more of our own suffering so again staying in the breath staying in the present moment excuse me that allows us to minimize our suffering by having an understanding of what we're doing in the present moment you know it allows us to act and think in conscious ways not reactive ways so by living in a active state as i said we can control what we're experiencing so therefore we can control happiness we can control drawing the experiences we want to have instead of just kind of managing to get through the experiences of the ones that we don't want. And most everybody strives for some sense of peace or pleasure or excitement and fun in their life. Not many people actually seek out pain and suffering as part of their life. Again, it can be a teacher, but by looking at every day, looking for the happiness, looking for peace, looking for the good things in every day will start really changing the experience you have. Because if you're, you know, looking for suffering and you look at that it's just a normal part of life, you attract more of that to you. Again, quantum physics, what we think, what we feel is what we create. And so if we feel that that suffering is just an inevitable part of this experience, well... So then it shall be for us. But again, we can minimize that to some level. So by being clear on what is it you want to experience? What do you want to attract to you? So again, we want to attract some kind of happiness, some kind of peace. And understanding the origins of our suffering, not only, you know, is it by our, our words and actions, but a lot of times we will see patterns of unconscious behavior that, takes place in our life and we can look back to childhood and we can trace different habits or behaviors and trace it up to our our current state of being. You know, for me, an example, is I have said before, I grew up being beaten and when I got out of um, school, got into college, I was chasing this invisible ghost that, you know, I was looking to prove something to my father or prove something in life that... I didn't even know what it was. And it caused me to get into a lot of experiences and situations that were unnecessary suffering for myself. Because of going into the world with that kind of attitude, the world will return the energy to you. And I got a lot of that energy back when I went out in the world with this attitude of trying to prove a point. And so just simply trying to always be your best, do your best in everything that you do. And and some days uh, your best may not be very much, may not be getting out of bed some days, but that's the best you could do. And that's great. There is no set bar that you have to achieve every single day of perfection, which doesn't exist. You just always strive to be the best you, whatever that means, to try to learn something new every day, to try to Shed some light on the world in some way. Brighten a person's day. Say something nice to yourself, whatever it is. But always do acts of kindness. Come from a heartfelt experience. Because scientifically they're studying the heart and the brain relationship. And they're finding that <clears throat> actually the heart does control a lot more in the body than in some cases the brain does of how things respond um, you know, even in doing studies, the brain and unconscious will respond before the brain of consciousness, of visual, auditory, things like that, even engage at all. So there's this great gift that all of us have of intuition, of the spirit connection that we have inside of us that is our key to accessing this simple journey simpler journey of life so by following our intuition because in every moment we have an intuitive response of what we should do and how we should move through this moment and we often discount that and then try to go into our intellect and think through it and rationalize and reason and look at everything that is familiar and and make a decision based based on the historical data that we've put together and That sometimes complicates things immensely. You know, we just have to trust our gut instinct of intuition. You can always look that it's coming from a place of light, you know, a place of compassion somehow that this is a heartfelt experience that you're having. But trust that heartfelt thoughts inside of you. So by, you know, learning to do that, just practice each day, just kind of, enter a situation and then take your go into your breath take a few slow deep breaths and say ah what feels right in this situation and then look at the first thought that comes to you the first feeling that enters your body look at that as the possibility of how to move forward and then if that doesn't work then you can move on but don't discount that intuitive response right in the beginning because again don't create more suffering because in most cases our intuition is the answer that we're looking for right away anyway, and we have whether you call it a gut instinct or intuitive feeling, we need to trust that because otherwise we end up working really hard to circle around to get to the original answer. So trusting yourself is a, a big part of minimizing suffering, you know, knowing who we are, like I've spoke about before, but you know, trusting who you, who you are, trusting yourself, that's really important. If you, if you believe in who you are, again, life gets so much easier when you have that, that sense of confidence, that sense of just believing in yourself. And it doesn't mean that you're invincible. It doesn't mean that you're going to conquer the world. And it may be something very simple that you're good at. But you're good at what you do, and you like to do what you do, and it comes from a passion, and it's has it has a gift. It is a gift to humanity in some fashion. Then that's great, even if it opens your heart and brings you light and increases your consciousness. Then great. Believe in yourself. Know that innately at the core, we're all good people, and. A lot of times people will behave in a not so nice way, or, you know, against the the norms of society or in violent and angry ways. But the core of that person, they're still a wonderful, loving soul. And they have, everybody has the potential of being that. It's just how hard they want to work at being something other than love and light because at the the core of all of us as I said at the soul we're all love and light we're all good people everything that we experience beyond that we have to work hard to create so allow yourself the simplicity again minimize suffering, minimize working so hard to complicate your life minimize working so hard to increase pain and suffering and anger and emotions and all that stuff ah Just simply be the witness. Stay the neutral witness. Observe. Be aware of everything that's going on and engage as necessary. But don't get caught up in the drama. Don't become the drama of life. Just be aware that this is all going on. But we are not the anger of the rioters. We are not the craziness around the world. We're just simply loving awareness At the core of our being, human beings that are trying our best to live a happy, healthy life with light and love and physical health and going to our jobs and making money to pay the bills and raising our families and having fun and playing and skiing and biking and hiking and exploring this beautiful planet we live on. That's where our focus needs to be on all the great things. You know, this last year, a lot of people started uh, gardens, and more people have adopted pets, and this is wonderful. These are all seeds of light that are being planted on this planet, and we have to keep fertilizing those, keep nurturing those steps of more and more light and more love and compassion and getting back to the basics, the simple things of honoring Mother Earth and Growing a, whatever plants we can in our own garden, or just honoring Mother Earth in a, a respectful way, because again, we're all living in harmony together. The planet, all the plants, the animals, the humans, everybody. We have to find this symbolic or this balance in this relationship um, between us. And none of us are better than the other, we all are dependent upon each other. So again, minimize the suffering by trying to conquer and dominate over the others. Just find a way of loving everything and finding the balance for all of us. This population is ever increasing, and in popul- this planet is ever increasing in population. So, it's more and more people need the same amount of resources. So, find a way of sharing this planet with love and compassion. Find a way of of dealing with the increased population of people and. How can we do this lovingly? Not do it with separation and violence and creating boundaries of black and white of right and wrong and this and that. Find a way of love and compassion and communication. That's the key to life. If you learn to communicate with others, life is much simpler. If you speak your truth, and allows others to speak their truth without taking it personal or making assumptions that also minimizes some of the suffering that we endure in life. <clears throat> you know, I used to be a civil engineer in the civil engineering profession, as I've told many in other podcasts. And, you know, there I was a type A personality. I was just constantly wired, going, going, going. My mind controlled everything. And, you know, like I said before, I was went out into the world with this attitude of trying to prove something. And Living in my head with an ego and trying so hard you know, to to make something of myself by forcing myself into this world created a lot of suffering. And now, being an acupuncturist, I see that by just simply being present and allowing things to be drawn to me, being clear on what I'm asking for, being clear on who I am, being clear on the dance I want life to be and I draw that energy to me and manifest it instead of trying to force my way through the world and make it happen. Now, it's much easier if you're just clear and drawing it to you. You know, It doesn't mean sit on your couch and eat bonbons by any means. You know, This is going out there and still working hard, dancing, I should say, not working, dancing your way through life of making the best you you can be. Go to school, get a great education, work hard at your job, to be the best person that you know you can be at that your position of whatever you do. That's all the things we strive for. You know, when we've completed this lifetime, we can say, not, oh, look at all the great things I've done, but did I? Who did I become? Did I be the best person that I could be? And again, did I? Fulfill the dreams and the desires that I had in this lifetime of expanding my mind and expanding my body and heart and hobbies or reading or whatever it is. Do all those things that's in your heart's desire. Live your dream. Live your passion. Become the best you that you can be. Allow yourself to expand to your full potential of the space that you take up energetically. So many of us are afraid to be seen or afraid of taking up space, so we hold our energy closer to us, and that creates dis-ease in our physical realm also, but it creates a lot of tension in our body having to hold our energy. Again, just exhale, ah, and allow your energy to expand to its fullest potential of who you are. Don't be afraid to be who you are. Don't be afraid to be the best you. As long as you're coming from light and love, don't be sorry for that. Be a loving, compassionate person and be happy that you're that. Don't let anybody take that away from you. There's a lot of people in the world that are trying to put the light people out. Put out your light, dim it down verbally, physically. They're trying to dominate because their light's not so bright and they're jealous but that doesn't mean that you should give them that power of letting them take the light out no matter what they do you can still always from inside know who you are they can never take your identity of who you know who you are on the inside they can't take that away from you they can try everything they can't want but that is yours that is the gift you can always give yourself is the knowledge of knowing who you are the divine being the gift that you are to this planet Thank you very much all for, for listening to these podcasts. I do appreciate it so much. Please remember to like Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener on both Facebook and Twitter. Um, you can email me also at conscioushealingrw at gmail.com. So thank you all very much for being you. Um, and please just enjoy being you. You're the, the best you you can be, and you have your own special sacred journey um, that is unique to you, and that's a gift. So embrace the uniqueness and the beauty of being you, um, and enjoy this journey this lifetime. So blessings to you all. Until next time, take care.